Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the ability to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike LaPree, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 82 of Screwball, and we finally reached the postseason of the MLB, the 2021 MLB season. Episode's going to be running a little different here since we have the playoffs coming, and by the time this goes up, uh, we'll have one playoff game down. So instead of doing a topic, I guess you could say the topic of conversation today is our playoff predictions. So we're going to offer our updated uh, playoff predictions based on who's actually in the playoffs versus what we gave in the beginning of the season. Uh, maybe at some at later point we can compare and contrast to what we had in the beginning of the season. But So we'll save the playoff predictions for the last little bit of the show, but let's start off with the last little piece of news that we had for the year. And number one, it relates directly to the 2021 playoffs, is the crazy wildcard race we had in the AL. Um, on Sunday, October 3rd, the chaos that a lot of baseball fans had hoped for in the AL wildcard game did not come to pass. Coming into Sunday, there were four possible teams vying for two playoff positions, uh, leading to projected playing games between the four teams. You know, if the Yankees lost and such and such won, this could happen. If the Red Sox lost and Blue Jays won or the Mariners won, this could happen. It was almost endless what could have happened. Uh, but since the Red Sox won and the Yankees ended up winning, those plans were quickly squashed as the AL wildcard game will be hosted by the Red Sox between the longtime rivals, Yankees and Red Sox. So... In a way, we kind of got a, you know, as a baseball fans, kind of got what we wanted anyway. You got the ultimate rivalry going into a one-game playoff. It's like, you know, it, it couldn't work out better for the American League. But we all, as baseball fans, kind of did want a little bit of a uh, little bit of ruckus coming into the playoffs. So, uh, so that's where we're at coming into the playoff bracket. Um, and number two, the second piece of news. Uh, with the end of the season comes openings and positions around the MLB. Uh, the Phillies just announced that they are parting ways with their hitting coach, Joe Dillon, and infield coach, Juan Castro. I also believe the assistant hitting coach is they're parting ways with. And the Mets also announced just before, uh, just a little before recording this, that they will uh, not be exercising their option, Luis Rojas, their manager. Uh, and from what Frank tells me, they are going to give him an option within the organization, just not manager, uh, the managerial position. So the Mets will be in the market for a new manager, which, good reason they finished i believe below 500 for a team that probably should have been fighting for that divisional <laughs> that divisional title so there's i'm sure more uh firings and hirings to come as the weeks goes on here but uh, that's what we got so far the phillies are rearranging a little bit and the mets are already uh moving on from luis rojas yeah um we kind of expected the mets to do that we also have the padres rumors are they're going to fire pretty much the entire coaching staff over at the Padres after their epic collapse of about six and thirty-one or so, or six and thirty to finish the year, that's not great. Another uh, piece of news here: uh, Mookie Betts was the number one jersey sale at the end of the year account, and with the end of the year, we have the top five in the draft order uh, solidified. And number one pick goes to the Orioles because of the Diamondbacks' <clears throat> win on Sunday. The Diamondbacks then get the second pick, as the Rangers get the third pick, the Pirates get the fourth pick, and the Nationals get the fifth pick. So that's your draft order, top five to start 
you know, to go into next year's next June amateur draft. Yep. I didn't uh, I didn't even know it was that close between the Orioles and Diamondbacks. I thought the Orioles were just that far gone at this yeah, point. Yeah, I believe but. it was the last win on Sunday, which put the Diamondbacks over one game better with Ty Whittem and tiebreaker was the other way, I think. Not great seasons for them, especially the way the Diamondbacks started their year. Oh, my God. <laughs> Couldn't dig your way out of that hole. Six you know? and 48 or four and 48 <laughs> stretch they had, which is really immaculate. Yeah, it's just amazing. Um, and the wrap-up was the last little piece of news here. So just who finished the best? The Giants finished the year with the best record in the National League and the MLB as a whole at 107 and 55. If you had that on your bingo card coming into the year, I, I don't. You must have just been uh, psychic. I don't. I don't understand. Uh, Dodgers finished right behind them with the second best record at 106 and 56. Uh, over in the AL, the Rays finished with the best record at 162, their first 100 win season. Uh, while the Astros finished the second best record at 95 and 67, it's a good year for them. Dodgers finished the year with the best run differential at plus 269, and the Orioles finished with the worst at minus 297. That's how you get the first pick. Yeah, have it up. Almost minus 300 run differential. It's just impressive. <laughs> so so that's where the that's where the league kind of finishes up, and, uh, you know, the players in between we'll get into here with our playoff predictions. So, you know, I'm sure everyone kind of already has their predictions at least thought about, or if your favorite team's in there, if you want your best team to think they're going to run rough shot over everyone or – or whatever, but I think there's a very good pool of teams, even um, you know, even with teams uh, surprise teams like the Giants, and even to some people surprise teams like the Red Sox, and even the Cardinals will you know to, are surprising to some people. So, um, so let's get into what we're thinking is going to happen with the playoffs here. I'll let Frank uh, go first, as I've just been pretty much talking the whole time here. So I'll let Frank lead off with what he thinks the, how the playoffs are going to go for 2021. Yeah, uh, we have a bunch of playoff teams. Um that, you know, were kind of question marks going into the year and found their way in the playoffs with good records. We have some teams that were supposed to be really good and found their way into the bottom of the playoffs. So we ought to have some excitement here that kind of we didn't expect. Um, So to start off, I have our first uh, playoff game is going to be Tuesday. Yankees at Boston. Boston, a high year for them. Yankees, a down year for them. Ruckus with them all year. Still dealing with injuries and stupidity at its finest. Um, But... (laughs) For some reason, I I have a feeling that they're just ready to get hot, or they're in the playoffs now, so they don't have to worry about making the playoffs. They're in it, so now they might as well just go ruckus. And I have the Yankees beating Boston six to three tomorrow, Tuesday for the wild card game. I think that should be a pretty good game at Boston with those offenses and lack of defense. It could be who knows what could happen. To go into the NL side, which is Wednesday's wild card game between uh, two. Storied franchises in all of baseball and all of sports. Mm-hmm. We have the 106 win wildcard team, the Dodgers, and we have the team who just decided that we're never going to lose again, the <laughs> Cardinals. I think the Cardinals have the Dodgers number in the playoffs, as they always do. I think the Cardinals are playing with house money. They don't care if they lose. They weren't supposed to be there when, well, they were kind of were supposed to be there, but when August came around, their season was kind of dead and they decided to go nuts. They're red hot. A bunch of guys are red hot. There's just something going. They have the great best defense, I think, mm-hmm. in baseball right now. They're just there's something about them. So I have the Cardinals beating the the Dodgers four to three. Wainwright pitching. The Dodgers don't have Kershaw to fall back on in the bullpen or anything like that. And the Cardinals are just red hot. So I got them winning four to three over the Dodgers, and getting our postseason off to a wild start. Yeah, absolutely. both away teams, both lower seeds, winning the wild card game. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, some of the best wild card games you could get here, especially Yankees Red Sox. That rivalry and Dodgers Cardinals is, uh, has been a rivalry in the playoffs. So, a lot of good stuff to like there in the, just in the wild cards round. So after that, I go into the you know um, the ALDS first round. I you know that would be the White Sox at Houston. White Sox being a three seed, Houston being a two seed. That should be a great series. White Sox really had nothing to play for all year. I think they had the division wrapped up in about mid-May, felt like at least. Yeah. Uh, I think it really kind of was wrapped up at about mid-end of May. But they played it smart. They kept their guys playing. They kept them relatively healthy. And I think they're going to they have a manager who's going to be able to help them turn the switch on. Mm-hmm. So I, I got the White Sox beating the Astros in five games in the ALDS. The second ALDS I have, obviously, would be the Yankees at Tampa Bay, with Tampa Bay being the best seed, number one seed, and the Yankees being the low seed. Obviously, division rivals, they hate each other anymore. They see each other all the time. We've just seen a three-game series against them. I just, I again, I, and I'm not saying it because, you know, we watch the Yankees all the time and all that, all that crap, because I believe me, I don't like them. I don't like half of the guys on that team, more than half the guys on that team. There's just something about them that I feel like they're just going to start getting that 13-game win streak we see. One of those streaks mm-hmm. where they're going to get going. So I have the Yankees beating Tampa in five games. And the Yankees haven't had Tampa's number this year, so they're overdue right. to win a couple in a row against them. Makes sense. So something tells me that's where we're going. I don't know. Yankees got Chapman feeling good. You know, uh, Cole's due for a good, couple good starts in a row. Bullpen's looking relatively good. The starting pitching, Kluber's been pitching better. Severino's back. Italian pitched yesterday. Only pitched a couple innings, but he was great. Mm-hmm. Everything he needed. Yep. So something about the Yankees right now. Uh, you know, it's just it's I, I can't stand them, but there's just something about them <laughs> that I got that weird feeling. That and they had all the, all the getting beat up all year, mm-hmm. and they still made it to where they wanted to get to. Just gives you that boost. Right. Right. So. Um, to go to the NL side, that would leave the NLDS. That would leave Atlanta as the three seed and Milwaukee as the two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Atlanta at Milwaukee. I have Milwaukee winning four games uh, without Acuna and without the consistent pitching that we've seen out of the Brewers and their bullpen really have been lackluster at best. Um, I see the Brewers being able to beat them and Brewers starting pitching, being able to at least you know hold on to that first series and beat them. Right. Um, leading to our next NLDS series, which would be then be the Cardinals at Giants. Giants being the best team in baseball, somehow, some way, um, dealing with some late injuries and dealing with some, some late issues, coming against the Cardinals who have been red hot. Again, Cardinals got that feeling. I got the Cardinals beating the Giants in four games. Something about the Cardinals, just like something about the Yankees, you got that weird feeling. Cardinals I feel more safe about, but Cardinals come in and beat the Giants in four games is what I have, mm-hmm. which would set up your championship series. Mm-hmm. So my ALCS would then be the Yankees at White Sox. Again, the White Sox have a lot of talent. Yankees have been playing playoff baseball. I got the Yankees winning against the White Sox in six games. Okay. Leading to ALCS, unlikely hero, Gary Sanchez. <laughs> Hits a couple home runs, and all of a sudden he's ALCS. This is how it's going to take the Yankees to get somewhere. A couple unlikely heroes. They're hot. They've been playing crazy baseball. And they're just like, nothing to lose. Fuck it. Let's go. And they're just get on a roll. Yep. And that's, that's, that's why I have a feeling. Same with the Cardinals. House money. Nothing to lose. Fuck it. Yeah. Let's go. Full send. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just going to be ruckus. Mm-hmm. And that's how you win. So Agreed. I feel like the Yankees, they pull it out somehow in the ALCS. Sanchez is the ALCS MVP. It's going to take something like that for them to get to the World Series. Mm-hmm. And the NL side, that would leave St. Louis at Milwaukee. Milwaukee being the higher seed. 
that ain't gonna last long. Mm. St. Louis wins in five games. Knocks Brewers right out. See mm. you later. Thanks for showing up. St. Louis red hot. They don't take take shit from nobody. Here <laughs> they come. NLCS MVP Tyler O'Neill. He's playing some of the best baseball anyone's ever played. He's going nuts in September. Mm-hmm. Playing stealing bases, hitting home runs, throwing people out, trucking people. He's built like a house. He's ready to go, which was set up a World Series I don't think we've ever seen. Two of the most storied franchises, two of the most winning franchises in all of baseball. Yeah. Never played each other, right? I believe you're right, and they're one and two in World Series wins. So you'd think they would have faced off yeah. at some point. So this was set the Yankees and uh, Yankees and St. Louis against each other mm-hmm. in the World Series. Unlikely. Both lowest wild card teams making it. Probably the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Setting up one of the great craziest World Series you're ever going to see. St. Louis wins in seven games. St. Louis wins the World Series. I think we had, I believe, start the year, I had, I know last year I had the Yankees in St. Louis, I believe. I think this year I had the Yankees in St. Louis or Yankees and Braves. Like I had I had Yankees-Braves. I don't know if I you... I think I might have had Yankees-St. Louis this year. So okay. they were both in the playoffs, so I wanted to try keeping that my pick. Mm. But I have St. Louis winning the World Series in seven games, going all the distance. And Dylan Carlson, the rookie, the switch-hitting rookie, is a World Series MVP. It's a couple big home runs and dive and play, and he wins your World Series MVP. And the St. Louis Cardinals... Them bumps, <laughs> as some people would say. They did it again from nowhere. Molina and Wainwright, one more time, win the World Series. Yep. Hey, listen. If there's a team that we saw get hot and could just be unbeatable, they're one of the teams, you know, there's a few teams in here. They're one of them that can do that. Six, do- what was it, 06 we talked about a couple of episodes ago. They mm-hmm. were 82 and 80 or whatever and went the distance. Mm-hmm. 84 and whatever, and they went the distance, won the World Series. And here we are. Yep. Red high here at the end, and they just they, they play the best defense. They do steal bases. They are hitting home runs. They, 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 their pitching's coming along. Flaherty's getting healthy. The bullpen figured it out. I, they just they got something. They got nothing to lose. They don't care. Like, oh, oh we lost a game. Oh, yeah, what the hell? We're not supposed to be here anyway. Yeah. So it's like if the Mariners would have snuck in. Mm. It's the craziest team. You, you do not want to play them. They're like, fuck it. We're, we're, we suck anyway. So yeah. we're just here for yeah. Marlins. We've seen last year. We're not supposed to be here. Bang. One of series almost, you know, went deep into the playoffs. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. supposed to be here. They have that feeling. That's what the Cardinals and then the Yankees, I feel like they're like, okay, we are actually underdogs now. So let's just play like it. Yeah. And both teams run with it. The Yankees been playing playoff baseball all year, it seems like. And the Cardinals trying to stick around all year. August came around, July came around. They're like, we know we this is it. This is our last chance. Mm-hmm. And when it was, you know, put up or shut up, they put up seventeen straight. Yep. And what, nineteen out of twenty? Yeah, something ridiculous. They yeah. were ready. It's, it was time to go, and they went. Mm-hmm. So, why not go a little farther and go all the way? Yeah, there's something about the teams that, you know, the Cardinals up until the last few games were playing for their lives. Yankees really played to their lives to game one sixty two. So something about those teams that uh, a team like the White Sox, even I was a little, re- I'll get into my picks here, but I was a little reluctant to pick the White, pick the White Sox because they just kind of, they kind of coasted. The Astros kind of coasted. Rays kind of coasted. You know, some sometimes those teams, if, for as good as they are, just lose that, that mentality. So you want to, you don't want to play teams that have just been fighting and scratching and clawing. Yeah, and 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 they got nothing to nothing to prove, nothing to lose. So yeah, you're the, you're the um, favorite. Mm-hmm. More pressure on the favorite than the underdog. You can go yeah. out there have some good times, try hit some hit and runs, some steals, you know, doing some crazy stuff because you're like, ah, we lose, we lose. That's how it's supposed to go. Right, right. Yeah, we're that team. Yeah. But I'm going to say here, that's obviously a good pick because I could – I probably even said it last year, but this year I really um, had a hard time picking what team I even wanted to win each round. Um, I think that every team here 
is dangerous. I think that you catch some of these teams at the wrong time, and they all got talent. So, with that being said, I'll I'll get off uh, I'll get into my uh, into my tangent here with the wild card games. So, I was pretty close with you with your predictions. With the I got the Yankees over the Red Sox in the AL wild card game, game but I got it six to four. You had six to three. Um, I think that Cole versus Evaldi is a great matchup. I think. That they're both good in the playoffs, they're both proven in the playoffs, but I think they also have a tendency to both of them not have good starts. And a, a park like Fenway, um, I think that you could see a high-scoring game, so I went a little bit more high-scoring, 10 total runs. And I think that the Yankees have had the Red Sox number. I think the Yankees have been playing well. I think the Yankees have the better bullpen. I think that pound-for-pound, uh, pound they, they have the better starter on the mound. Um, I think the Red Sox may have a little bit of an edge in offense, but I don't know. Is, is J.D. Martinez, is he not playing? Or uh, I have it later on in our injury section, but I... It, he's questionable? Yeah, at best. Yeah, so, I mean, you... you if you, he's healthy, he's, you, if you DH him, where does that set you up? Now, who's coming out? If you right. play him in the field with a bum ankle, that's not going to help too much. Right. So, on a defense that's not already, already not great. Yeah, so, I mean, you know... Don't get me wrong, this Red Sox team is impressive, and they had a really good first half. Um, so Also with Paulson, you got to take a note. Chris Sale, not, he didn't pitch long Sunday. Mm. He pitched Sunday. Well, he pitched two innings or something? Two and a third, yeah. two and two thirds. He threw like probably 50 pitches, 60 pitches. So he might not be able to pitch. Right. Well, the Yankees use Talion. That saves them with Kluber, can come out of the bullpen if needed. Mm. Um, Montgomery can come out of the bullpen if needed. I feel like their starters are ready. Well, the, the Cardinal, uh, the Red Sox, you got Evaldi, you go, well, maybe they pitch sale two, three innings. I don't know if they do that, especially come off of Tommy John on short rest. I don't know if they do that. Yeah, you got the wall. You had Evaldi for three, four innings, and sale come in for two, three innings. All right, maybe you got a shot. Right. Then your bullpen doesn't do as much. But I don't think the, I don't think the Red Sox have that luxury this year. No, and I think if you do, if it suddenly becomes a bullpen game, I think the Yankees have that advantage, especially the way the bullpen's been pitching lately. So that's uh, reasons why I, I think the Yankees will edge out the Red Sox. I think that even going into Fenway, which is a tough ticket, don't get me wrong, it's going into, you got to go to Boston and play them. It's not the easiest task. But I think the Yankees are the better team here, and I think they've been proving that to Boston in the last uh, few times they played them. So I got the Yankees moving on from there. Now the Dodgers-Cardinals game... I racked my brain around this game for forever. I couldn't. I still don't know really what's going to happen. You got Scherzer and Wainwright at L.A. I mean, come on now. Last I time mean, Wainwright pitched there was 2014. Right, right. So, I mean, I think this game, anything can happen. I think overall it's going to be low scoring because I think Scherzer and Wainwright are going to duke it out, even though both teams have a potent offense. Well, yeah. And you but, got Pujols against the Cardinals in the final and possibly his last game. Yeah, I mean, it's appropriate. You know what I mean? So home run, ruckus and so. Yeah, of course. Um, I think with I think even though the Dodgers do have the, uh, you know, you have Bellinger playing like crap, you have Muncie not playing, and you have all these problems. Meanwhile, the Cardinals are coming in kind of on the tails of a huge winning streak. But granted, the Dodgers are coming in nine of the last ten. It's not like they're ice cold, but I, I do think the Dodgers edge out the Cardinals. I think it's a 3-2 to two game, and that's about how, as close as my mind is with the whole game itself. I think the Dodgers can't edge them out, and I think that's because I think the Dodgers overall, pound for pound, are a better team, but the Cardinals are so dangerous right now that I could see the Cardinals... I could see the Cardinals blowing out the Dodgers, to be honest with you. I could see them blowing they, out Scherzer and, and, and coming out, yeah. and Tyler O'Neill, it's a home run, Harrison Bader does something, Goldschmidt and they Arenado. They a little and, bit of everything. Right. They hit behind runners, they steal bases, they're pitching great, they're, they play the best defense. They steal bases. They, mm. you know, they have the best catcher maybe ever played. 
Yeah. Got one of the best pitchers in the postseason history ever, Adam Wainwright. Look him up. If you yeah. don't know who he is in the postseason, ask Mets fans. He, the guy knows how to win. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, overall, this is this is one of the – this is probably the toughest series, you know, game you, that I had to pick through. But I do – I do am, I am taking the, the Dodgers over the Cardinals 3-2. to two, And I just think – I think anything can happen. I really do. And that's probably – I mean, I may even be just as excited for this game as I am for the Yankee game, and I'm a Yankee fan. So, so I got the Dodgers moving on, and I got the Yankees moving on. And with the divisional series, so the first ALDS here, uh, low seed and high seed, Yankees uh, at Rays – for five games, I have the Rays beating the Yankees in five. I just think the, the Yankees, it would just it's just appropriate all year that they just came up a little short, and I think they'll come up a little short here against the Rays again. The Rays really have their number, and maybe it's just uh, my pessimistic mind with the Yankees. It's just same old Yankees. They come out, and they just can't get it. They can't get over the hump. So I got Rays over Yankees in five. And overall, I think the Rays just have played better, they played better baseball in the Yankees all year. Um, they just do their job. The Yankees, pound for pound, may have a better team, but the Rays do their job, and I think they do it well. So I think I got the Rays in five. Uh, next ALDS, I have the White Sox beating the Astros in five. I think it's going to be a very good series. I actually wish that series was seven games. I think we're getting shorted on these uh, White Sox series the last similar, two years. Yeah, last I say as similar as last year, was I believe it was Oakland and the White Sox. Yeah. Which would have been a, a, a great seven-gamer. Yeah, Went so... five games last year, I believe. Yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, I think um, I think the White Sox are finally ready to go. Uh, don't get me wrong, the Astros are good. They got experience, and and they got Dusty Baker behind them. But the White Sox got Tony La Russa, and they got youth, and in my opinion, a little more excitement on their on their uh, on their back. Yeah, I mean, Cardinals sneak their way in. Wainwright's pitching a wild card game. Molina's catching. Tony La Russa's in the playoffs, and Albert Pujols is playing playoff baseball. Yeah, I mean, come on, what year is it? Yeah. <laughs> so this is what happens. I know it's amazing. Baseball is amazing sometimes, but. Um, yeah, so I got the White Sox over the Astros in five. I think it's going to be a very good series, too. It could be a dogfight series, I think. Uh, then over in the NLDS, I got the Brewers sweeping out the Braves in three games. I think that the Braves are just a little, I think, with Acuna out, bullpens lackluster. Um, starting pitching can sometimes be questionable, even though you had Max Fried just has recently been going nuts. Really good second um, half of the year. So I, I think you got something there. And Charlie, Morton and Charlie Morton's good. been very good. He's proven in the postseason. So not the Braves are bad or anything. I'm not right now. I, listen, I had them the last in the, two innings of the game. Right. As much as the first couple you're worried about. You know, and the Brewers, the Brewers are going to outpitch them. I think straight up. I think that it, I think that you you got the better pitching at this point with the Brewers. And the Brewers' offense can be. They're due to blow up, though. That's you true. They've been good all. Right? You're due to do for a bad start here or there, and all of a sudden in a five-game series, you one bad start, and the whole season's out the window. Yeah. And then you got, you know, we'll get into it later, but, you know, we had it. An injury situation too. That's going to really hurt a pitching staff that needs all hands on deck. Yeah. So um, I think that definitely is going to play in here. Um, law of averages happens, you know, for a reason with the Brewers. So do we see that happen here? Um, I personally don't think so. I think that they are going to beat the Braves. And I, I for my team that I, the, I had the NL winning the NL pennant, the Braves. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I think they've just been been beaten down too much this season so with with injuries and stuff. Um, then for the final NLDS I got here, I got the Giants beating the Dodgers in four games. I think that the Dodgers have just – the Giants have held them off all year with 107 wins, this team that doesn't make any Franchise sense. record. I mean, it's just like it, – I, I think I'm over-doubting them. I, I'm, I, I've been doubting them all 162 games. I'm not and right. I think that they can have the Dodgers number, and I think that they can do it in four games. I think that Giants can be rested up. Dodgers are going to use Scherzer in the wild card game, and um, granted, you got Walker Bueller to deal with. It's not like you have an easy ticket, 
But I just think the Giants... Not long ago. Giants th- put up a bunch against Bueller. Yeah, and I think that even though this Dodgers... I mean, this Giant team doesn't make any sense to me. They find ways to win. They find guys that do their job. And they find... It's like the hero of the night, almost, you know, for each game. So, I do... I, I think the Giants are going to beat the Dodgers and... Royals feel. Yeah, it's just... I, there's something with this team when I watch them. I'm like, they just... Here's this guy. It makes no sense that, you know, you got... Buster Posey having a great year, and Brandon Crawford, who hasn't had a good year in a few years, and Brandon Darren, Belt. Darren Ruff out of the blue. I mean, it's just Lamont a, Wade. He's just have, he just comes up with a big hit every night. Donovan Solano, he's just going to slap a base hit once in a while. Yeah, a ruckus. And then you had the one guy. I don't even. He won the reliever of the month. I don't even know his name for the Giants. I, I mean, it's just they find someone, and those are the teams you got to watch out for. So similar to how how you kind of put it with the Cardinals, there's just always people. I just think they have, just come up and rise up. Again, they also have an injury we're going to get into really shortly. That's really going to hamper Which is, them. Yeah. So I got Giants over Dodgers. So moving on to the championship series, I got the Rays beating the White Sox in six games. And you got Brett Phillips as the ALCS MVP just going nuts. Yeah, I just <laughs> him and his airplane around with his double flap helmet. Lost. Uh, like yeah. He doesn't even know he's there. <laughs> uh, I just don't know. It, this is a team that really anyone could rise up. You got Randy Rosarena was big for them last year. Mike's you got him. You really got a, one of his best offensive years. He's yeah, batting two twenty, I think this year, and that's you know and he's got what thirty um, thirty five home runs. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he could all of a sudden be there, like you said with Gary Sanchez in the champ in your championship series. You got uh, Kevin Kiermeyer comes up clutch for them. G man, uh, you know Manuel, yeah, G man Choi, Manuel Margot. These guys just Joey Lunchbale, Joey Lunchbale, Joey Wendell, uh, Brandon Lau just recently had three home runs just quietly against it. This year. No yeah, one gives a shit. I I mean this team is is, is pretty amazing uh, when you think about it, and I just think Nelson that Cruz. they yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, and the pitching is unbelievable. Um, not anything against the White Sox, because I do really love the White Sox team. But the Rays, I've just watched all season. They, they're they another team like the Giants. They just don't. They get it done. Even if they don't have the, all, the all-stars of all-stars, they get it done. So I have the Rays winning the pennant with Brett Phillips as the ALCS MVP. Then moving on to the NLCS, I think it's going to be a great NLCS. I have Giants-Brewers. And I have the Giants edging out the Brewers in seven games. And here's why. Kevin Gaussman as your NLCS MVP. You got to come out with good pitching to match the Brewers pitching, I think. And I think that Kevin Gaussman, while not good as of late, him, Logan Webb, these guys have kind of carried them thus far. Logan Webb, the home run hitter. (laughs) Yeah, forgot about that. Um, These guys that kind of carried them all season. Kevin Gaussman really uh, came up big for them all year up until probably the last month or so. Um, But I think he's coming out. He's fired up. He's going to have a really good postseason. He could be not quite like a Bumgarner um, for them in, you know, years past. Or, uh, you know, he had Matt Cain and, and and the fellas. But I think that – I think it's going to be a really good series. But I, I just think the Giants, again, like the Rays, they just find a way. To, every night there's someone new that's coming up with a big hit or big play or, or something like that. So, so Giants win the pennant. Kevin Gaussman, your NLCS MVP, and that leads to a Giants-Rays World Series. Again, oh, if you had that leading into the season, I would have called you crazy. I, I just, uh, I don't know. But my World Series, Giants beating the Rays in six games, and Brandon Crawford's your World Series MVP. I think that the Giants are the better team here, have proven that they played better this year. They both had to play good teams in their division. You know, Giants had Dodgers to deal with all year. For a lot of the year, you had the Padres to deal with. You know, you had the Diamondbacks you could beat up on and, you know, um, stuff like that. The Rays 
had to play the Yankees, who they kind of owned. But you had to play the Red Sox. You had to play the Blue Jays. You know what I mean? So you got these teams. Yeah, so I mean, you know. And play the A's. um, (laughs) So the Rays definitely had their own um, hard path here. It's not like they, uh, you know, they were in the Central Division like the White Sox and just beat up on the, you know, on the, for some reason this year the Twins were bad. um, And the, you know, the Indians weren't great and Royals and whatever. Um, But I think that the Giants, I think a lot of the key to the Giants' season and I think to a key for them winning the World Series is Brandon Crawford because there's a guy that really has come up with big hits and has kind of been the centerpiece of that offense for a lot of the year, him and Buster Posey and, and, and Brandon Belt, amazingly. You know, look at so, Longoria on a team like that guy who's always played good in the clutch. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think that I think that the Giants are going to pitch well. He would, he would do very well against the Rays in a World Series. Yeah. It, Longoria. It would just make sense, right? I mean... <laughs> Look what you're missing, but uh, yeah, and I think I think Brandon Crawford is the key to that. I think if you get him gelling and he's coming up with big hits, you got the other guys following behind him, hitting's contagious, and I just think the Rays, all in all, are just not the team to get over the hump and win it all. Uh, granted, I'm tired. These are two teams I'm tired of doubting, but uh, I think that the Giants, 107 win team, always finding a way to get it done. Doesn't make any sense, and uh, in a year that hasn't made a lot of sense for a lot of teams, I think that the Giants are the unlikeliest of teams to rise up and do it, and uh, that's that's what I think. Uh, I'm going to stick with the fact that the Giants are still not a very talented baseball team. Like they're just not that talented, up and down. You're never going to sit here and look at that team and tell me, boy, I'd rather have Brandon Crawford over these other 10 shortstops, or I'd rather have Brent, you know, Longoria is a better third baseman than Nolan Ornato mm-hmm. and these fellas. Yeah, and Rafael Devers. And yeah. all. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to look at them, however you want to look at it, you can look at it uh, by uh, MLB The Show overall standards. <laughs> I don't care even... how you want to break it down. Talent-wise, they're just, they just don't match up still to most of these teams. I just, I, I will not understand. I think they might have just played the right people at the right time all year long, but there's <laughs> something... Their luck already changed with one pitch this season. Yeah. A ball off of Brandon Belt's wrist, fractured wrist, or fractured finger, fractured thumb, something, yes. something yeah, yeah. in the upper, you know, in the hand, all the bones up there. He is done probably until late postseason. That's, I think, a death sentence for them. That hurts. Because there's really a guy. a death sentence. And a pitching staff, as you mentioned, Gaussman struggling of late, that doesn't scare me. I just don't feel like the Giants... I don't know. I, I, I'm going to stick to that. I, mm-hmm. Same with the Brewers. Pitching eventually is going to give at some point. I'll stick to that. So if they both go all the way to the dance and they do their thing, then I'll, you know, I lose. But mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to bet on that. Yeah, so, yeah. Some other injuries we're looking at mm-hmm. uh, of late. J.D. Martinez running on the field, take his spot in the outfield, twist his ankle. Pretty good. Taken out of the game yesterday. And, and, and 162 needing to win it out of the game. So that's pretty important. Very questionable at this point for tomorrow's game. That's a big blow to them. And if he does play, does he DH? Is he liability in the outfield even more than he already is kind of liability in the outfield? If he's hindered by an ankle injury, we'll be you know on the lookout for that. Lou Voigt, 60-day DL. See you later. Done for the year. DJ LeMay, who placed in the IL, as we talked about last week, he had a hernia, sports hernia. Uh, he needs surgery in the offseason, which we knew. We just found out about recently, but he's had dealt with most of the year, which would explain lack of driving the ball and lack of average and lack of some stuff at the plate. 
right. of that's going to hurt the Yankees. But 10-day DL, retroactive to the first, you know, he could be back into an ALDS series. Yep. So, you know, that's not too much of a death sentence. Devin Williams celebrated by punching the wall and breaking his hand. Yep. Very exciting there. We won the N- We won the NL Central division crown. Yay. Punched wall. Sure. <laughs> I'm happy, so I punched the wall. Right. If he's sad, I don't know what he does. But I'm happy he punches the wall, so great idea. With his pitching hand, I believe, not just his glove hand, which maybe you could tape up and get away with it for an inning. Nope. He's done for almost the whole postseason, possibly a late World Series, maybe. Muncie uh, stretches his arm out yesterday at first base, hit, gets hit at first base, hurts his elbow and his arm. Uh, not looking great to play tomorrow. I think he's pretty much already out. And NLDS, he would be out too, I believe. Okay. Dave Roberts said he's most likely out for both. Not great. Kershaw hurt the other day. He's done for the postseason. Possibly real late in an inning or two in the World Series if they got that far. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he's much of a postseason help in his career, but of late he's been pitching better in the postseason, so maybe that's hurt mm-hmm. hurt for them. But again, Brandon Belt, he's out till maybe late in the postseason. That's going to hurt the Giants' chances, I think, a lot. Right. Uh, on the better side of things, Granke activated for the Astros. Exactly what they need if they're going to have any shot. And Bellinger's been activated recently for the Dodgers. If he can find, you know, three hits for the Dodgers in a series, maybe he can help them because otherwise he's one of the worst batting averages we've ever seen in a full season by a position player. Yep. With, like, I believe a 150-something average. Um, so, not, not great. great. No. Um, up there with Adam Dunn's 2011, 159 batting average. So, those are some injuries to take note on some playoff teams. So they're definitely definitely can make an impact on a lot of a lot of what's gonna come up mm-hmm. these guys being hurt or just coming back. Yeah. Um, so definitely take note of that. Otherwise, I mean, I think that's pretty much our playoff prediction and some injury updates. Um, you know, our last thing to get into is our trivia question. Kept it related to the postseason, of course, we're at the postseason. So we wanted to go by who has the most innings pitched in a single postseason. And I think if you're a baseball fan of any time, especially of late, you've seen it. Yeah. That'd be in 2014, Madison Bumgarner, in the year that he carried the Giants all the way. He pitched 52 and two-thirds innings, plus the, what, 220 he pitched in the regular season that year? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the record for most innings pitched in a single postseason has held by 2014, Madison Bumgarner, 52 and two-thirds innings pitched. Yeah, get on my back. <laughs> yep, pitched every day, felt like. It was pretty successful every day out there in yeah. the postseason. It's a hell of a run for him. I mean, that's because that's even now, seven years later, it's like unheard of that you would do something like that. You know what I mean? You, you know, you, there's only a few guys in baseball that can do that anymore, you know, uh, year by year. So, um, and a few, not every team has that guy. Right. Some teams do. Yankees have a Garrett Cole that is a guy like that. Right. Dodgers have a Scherzer that's a guy like that. Mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals have Wainwright still a guy like that. Yeah. You know, other teams in the playoffs. I don't know if I could trust anyone in Milwaukee just because Craig Council pulls the trigger on everybody. They yep. have some really good guys, though, but I don't know. Rays, nobody. They're going to pitch one inning, so you pull them out. <laughs> Atlanta, I don't think they have a guy like that. Quick triggers over there. Yeah. White Sox, Lance Lynn, he'll go all day. Yeah. He'll go all day. So yeah. you do got a guy there. Boston, Chris Sale, usually, but coming off of Tommy John, I don't know if he'll go all day. Yeah. But Not this he'll year. Fight, but... He'll fight tooth and nail for you yeah. to dry it. Zach Granke all day. He'll go all day. Mm-hmm. He'll pitch all five games of a series, all seven games if he had to. Mm-hmm. He's a rubber arm. Giants, again, I don't know. The guy was Quato, but he's going to be pitching on the bullpen, I think, and he's older. I don't think he's really got the... Yeah, he's questionable. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not many teams here that even have that guy. Right. But there's a couple in this playoff, so we'll see. 
anything can happen in the playoffs, obviously. So yeah, that's starts starts tomorrow. Yeah, it's the beauty of October. You just never know. Heroes come out of nowhere. The Howie Kendricks, Travis Ishikawas, yep. Aubrey Huffs. Maybe add the Gary Sanchez's to that list. The Gary Sanchez, the Tyler O'Neill's, the Dylan Carlson's, maybe. Just um, don't make any sense. Yeah. Um, Tony Walters for the Rockies against the Cubs. Unlikeliest of heroes. Yep. Brandon Crawford, Grand Slam for the Giants years back. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Cardinals, a young Yadier Molina. Yeah. And Andy Chavez, if you're a Mets fan, same series. A Wainwright. Coming same out of bullpen, series. striking out Beltron, yeah. Um, just thinking about these teams with their with their heroes, we've we've kind of seen. Uh, David Freeze. David David Freeze, of course. You know. Um, well, Milwaukee, I don't know who really who they. Had. Niger Morgan had that walk off for him. Niger Morgan, <laughs> yeah. CC, that one carried yeah. all the way. Uh, I mean, come on Trent now. Trent Grisham on the wrong side of the Milwaukee. Can't uh, field the ground ball. Uh, the Braves uh, infield fly rule. That's what they had. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dodgers. I mean, they've had their Kike Hernandez's and of late and. And mm-hmm. guys like that. So, you know, uh, you know, you had what? Jeff Aletto or whatever for the, the Giants, that relief pitcher they had pitched every inning all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Remember, I can't remember his exact name, but uh, Brian Wilson. I mean, there's all these teams had their guys recently. Mm-hmm. White Sox, I mean, uh, Scott Pesedniks and, you know, yeah. Juan Pierre and Jose Contreras. That one year, 05, I think they had like 19 complete games in the playoffs or something nuts. I mean, they've had their guys too. So, yeah. yeah. All these teams had their heroes of late. Um, Yankees, Raul Baez. I mean, come on. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aaron Hicks. Yeah. I mean, you so never we're gonna, know. We're going to see these other names get added. Tampa Bay, Brett Phillips. I mean, do we need to go for Randy Rosarena? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yep. So we've had our share of, of guys, you know, the Royals, their whole team. I'll see this Escobar and the fellows, you know. <laughs> Omar Infante and, and, you know, guys like that. Salvador Perez is a, is a you know. Uh, more of a younger, the team wasn't set up yet, and he came through. Mm. Uh, the Mets, you know, Cespedes. Yeah. Harvey, familiar on the wrong side of things. Duda, can't throw the ball <laughs> on the wrong side of things. I mean, there's just so many things we've seen. Um, so it's exciting to see, you know, someone's going to have a guy that just doesn't make sense. That's how you get to a World Series. You need someone that doesn't make sense to get you there. Right. The guys who are going to help, who are supposed to help, they'll help. They should. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they're going to be all right. You need right. somebody to step up that's not going to, not supposed to be. The Adam Eatons of the Nationals. The Howie Kendricks of the Nationals. The guys who are like, where? Why? How'd you get here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, he's not bad. Bang. He steps up, goes nuts, 500 in a series, and you go to the World Series. That's what needs to be happening. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's, again, why I went with the Giants, because it just doesn't make any sense, and they got nightly heroes and guys that, on their roster that he said Darren Ruff and, and – these guys that just don't make any wait. sense. Yeah, you know. So we'll see. October is here, and it's exciting. And by the time this goes up, we'll have already seen a game. And, uh, you know, the next game will be the day this goes up. So, horizon, yeah. so uh, you know, with that, those are our playoff predictions. A little different. Yours at least ends up the same. As ends ha- up the same, but the hell of a way to get there. Yeah, <laughs> it's something else. Um, so... You know, we'll see what happens. You know, you, you it's hard to predict. Baseball's yeah. always hard to predict. It's even harder to predict sometimes in the postseason. Yeah, and you're gonna see records broken that you never knew about. And you're gonna see something happen that you said I never seen that ever happen in my entire life. <laughs> yep. So um, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. If your team's there or your team's not there. It's gonna be something that you're like, well, that's something. 2011. Yeah. It was uh, one of the greatest games I've ever seen in my entire life in any sport ever. So, it does go down as one of the best. So um, yeah, you know, you know the Dodgers, uh, Astros, 
the Bregman and the Dodgers Red Sox 130 inning game and Astros Rays last year or Astros uh, Rays uh, Brett Phillips is uh, as I don't understand that was I never had so many ups and downs in one single play <laughs> that I ever I I I had to go to bed. If it had been <laughs> one it. in the afternoon, I would have had to go to bed. My I was done. My heart was up and down. I was like, oh, stop the game. <laughs> just stop it, please. <laughs> just end it. And then there was more. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the end of the series. Like, oh, my God, thank God. Yeah. Hey, wake up and go play another one. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. After <laughs> that. Yeah. After Randy Rosarena coming home after Kike Hernandez. Falls throws... down, goes back, goes down. He barely makes it to the play. His helmet's all over the place. Left <laughs> Phillips still flying around the outfield. You know, Kike Hernandez kicking the ball around. I mean, it's yeah. a ruckus. Yeah. It's Amazing. Yeah, I mean, we Baseball's see... amazing. Yeah, we see some of the craziest stuff. And then this year is going to be no different, for sure. So yeah. Pick your crazy guy. Pick your guy that makes no sense. You're Gary Sanchez. And maybe he does it. Maybe. So, you never know. But, uh, yeah, baseball's... The postseason's here. Um, and we're going to see some craziness. On the other th- side of things, Mike's Giants got their first win this year in, in overtime for football. Makes no sense. Uh, Michigan football on the college side keeps winning, so that's good. Uh, the Raiders play tonight Monday Night Football again. One of the two unbeatens left. So hopefully we can continue to win there. And um, here's a little football update. But um, playoff baseball's here. So that's more exciting than anything in the world. Yep. Absolutely. So, and the Cardinals are involved, which means ruckus. You know, anything's going to happen. Yeah. You know? There's like a couple of teams like that. Giants in the past. Mm-hmm. They just don't, you don't want to play. The, the Rays yeah. in the past. Cardinals in the past. Those are some raucous franchises mm-hmm. who just find a way to just like how did they they were no good but they they did it. So yeah, I mean we'll see what happens. That's all you can say. You know it's hard to even uh, wrap your head around sometimes. So uh, so with that, uh, that's all I got for this week. We'll see how this all plays out by the time we come back. We'll be the wild card games and division series will get underway and we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So should be exciting. Ready to ready to roll Tuesday tomorrow eight o'clock. Put up or shut up. Yeah, that's the, it. The AL wild card between two storied franchises who just don't like each other. Yeah, just had another. Dent, uh, comparisons for game, winner take all. Already seeing them. Yep. Aaron Boone, we, they're going to be talking about that. It's You're going to have one of those guys tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be another chapter in that franchise. Someone's the, getting a new nickname tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. Uh, if that's it, then you want to wrap this one up? Or? That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at RealMikeLaprie. You can follow me on Instagram at MikeLaprie. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10. You can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep, take care.